0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are live with the Hughes Sports Podcast, HSP. You stumbled am, on that. I did stumble on that. It, the new intro got me. <laughs> I am your host, Jake Hughes, alongside um, me, as always, as I hit the microphone. Uh, Kevin, how you doing, old man? The old man.
1: I'm doing good. Don't call me Kevin.
0: I literally... It's one of those, ooh, don't call me Kevin. out. Yeah, that was it was I I went to go with the old man and the first letter that came out of my mouth was gay, like, hey, and I just went rolled with it. <coughs> new intro Good got life. me all all over the place. So. How do
1: you guys like that new
0: intro? Pretty freaking slick, eh? Good job, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Took a took a while to get it up and done, but we got there. There you go. There you so, go.
1: Sorry, I'm turning my um I'm trying to see why that went bing. Did you hear me bing?
0: No, I didn't hear you bing.
1: Oh, good. Then
0: I won't. No, no one heard you, bang. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. So, um... How's everybody doing?
1: <laughs> What's new? What possibly could we have to talk about this week? Well,
0: I mean, I mean, the Canucks played one game this week. Oh. Uh, then we went on to a bye. Uh, and then now it's the All-Star weekend. What possibly could have happened oh. in the world of the Canucks during the 2023 season? What possibly could have happened?
1: It could have been a trade
0: could oh, we have had
1: Horvath. a trade
0: oh horvat has been traded jeff mccleary how are you doing today what are you guys what wearing are you here?
1: guys wearing why uh, why wearing...
0: <laughs>
1: no don't answer that question no don't answer me... the question if you don't if answer you want, the question could... when old people ask what you're wearing
0: don't answer we know i was... talked about this i was i many was years ago bro- <laughs> I was gonna bring up that if you want to see me in less clothing, February tenth, no. I'm doing a live stream on my Twitch channel wearing a bikini because of uh, donations. Oh, it's wow. a long story. We're gonna get to that.
1: Not You're welcome,
0: ladies and gentlemen. No. Um, so yeah. So Bo Bor- so Bo has been trade. traded. Um, the return for Bo Horvat, our captain uh, since 2017 uh, on the Canucks, is Atu Ratu, Anthony Beauvillier, and a conditional first round pick. Um, I know we were texting it as soon as it happened. As soon as I got word, I sent you a message. What were your initial thoughts on the return? Who
1: the hell is that? <laughs> and it's Atu Ratti. It's no, not it's, ratu.
0: No, it is uh Finnish pronunciation and it is oh, Atu okay.
1: Yeah. Somebody else said that. And I was like, I think they're pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. I think the whole world is pronouncing this name wrong. It's Atu Ratti.
0: You would think so, but, uh, the, Finis, so. the Finns, the Finns like to mess with our English pronunciation sometimes.
1: Anyway, so my, my first reaction was I get it. They had to get rid of Bo. Yeah. For what a rubber chicken and some stale yeah. rice. I didn't know who these people were. I've never heard of them before. Um, you sent me something that said Anthony Beauvillier, uh, scored 25 goals this season, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I'm going to pull it up just to make sure that
1: I believe. And then there was a conditional, I hate that word conditional first round draft pick.
0: Because there's conditions on it.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's, um, it can be really, really good or it could just be good.
0: Yeah. So this year with the Islanders who have been, who are just outside of a playoff spot, but since Christmas, since the Christmas break have scored only like 17 goals in 36 games. They've been on an atrocious run right now. Uh, But 49 games played, 9 goals, 11 assists for 20 points.
1: 20 points.
0: Yeah. His best year was, the best pace he was on was the uh, shortened year due to COVID in 2021, the no-fans era, um, where he played 47 games, got 28 points. So basically double that, he is looking at almost a 50-point season.
1: Now he's playing on a team that obviously, if you look at his uh, record for this year, they suck. They're not scoring goals. They're not an offensive team. Not unlike the Canucks who are very, very offensive minded. I think he's just after obviously doing a little bit of research after the trade came in, (coughs) I said, oh, Hey. And I also um, found out, kind of did c- comparison, and to comp- he, he you can compare him to Horvat in years past. If you look at Bo's past years, Bo's having an exceptional standout year this year.
0: He is, but Bo is also Bo is also your captain, but also is a centerman. Yeah probably the top centerman's that we've ever seen since Manny Malhotra and Ryan Kessler. But that's, that's the, he's that's been the
1: a he's been a captain since 2017.
0: Yes, during the roughest what, patches what, of
1: what have we done since
0: 2017? Uh made the playoffs once. On the back of Bo Horvat, might I Ex- ask? He he dragged so, us into so the playoffs, he dragged us into the get, second
1: round. Did we need to remove Bo and go in a different direction, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, we did. Um, if we go back, if we take a look at last year's record of last year's stats, because you're the stat guy, yep. And you look at Bose stats compared to Miller's stats, who has yep. better stats, Miller? So, of course, you're gonna go with the guy you got to remember, but you're but you're they're, they're but we, working on these on these contracts long before they're actually announced. They, they don't just 100. throw numbers at
0: it. No, but you, you do have guidelines where you can't negotiate before a certain amount of time. You could, if it's found telling out, me you the lose,
1: team isn't, you, the team isn't discussing who they're going to put together. You got Jim oh, Rutherford, the, one of the greatest GMs to, to be in the league. And he is, he's one of the best. He, what well, he hasn't, here? has he proved it here? No. He has he won great cups?
0: Has he won Grey Cups?
1: Stanley Cups? Stanley Cups? Yes, he's won Stanley Cups. So he's one of the best. If you're winning a Stanley Cup, you are one of the best.
0: Yes. No, but he got exuberantly lucky by getting Sidney Crosby. He got a generational talent on his team. If the Canucks do not get Connor Bedard, we are not getting a generational talent on our team. Can he build a team without a generational talent? It's yet to be proven.
1: Well... I think he's made the first step in going in the right direction, getting rid of uh, the the core, as you called it last week. Yep. You were saying this core is, it hasn't done it for us. They they just no, haven't worked. They haven't. So get rid of the but, core.
0: And he so was you, our core. Oh, 100%. He was the core to me. He right? was the heart and soul of the team. I mean... So- You brought up, sorry, you brought up the fact that they went with JT Miller because last year his numbers were better. Yeah. Um, So looking back at it, so that one year, the outlier year that uh, JT Miller had last year with 99 points. Yep. uh, The year before that, he had 46 and 53 games. Uh, The year before that, he had uh, 40 or 72 and 69 games. Um, uh, The year before that, he had 47 and 75 games. Right? So let's cool. let's just go back to 2018-2019, which is where I went back to with Miller. 2019, uh, Bo Horvat had 61 points, 53 points the year after that. Um, the year after that, he got... Uh, sorry, 61 points a year after that, not 33. 53 points in 2019-2020. 2021-39 20, in a shortened season, of course. 52 last year. Um, and... In the playoffs, Bo actually scored at a ridiculous 12 goals in 17 games. Or sorry, 10 goals in 17 games. Miller put up six goals in 17 games. Okay, so to me, the the argument of well Miller was better last year is a is a null and void argument. Then why not trade him for his max value? They the 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 team the Jim Rutherford I went Patrick off Alabama, on a
1: rant on you you last week. Don't make me do it again. You can't trade
0: Jim. everybody. Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin decided that they thought Miller was going to be regression proof that he wasn't going to regress the, the after this year. Now look at this yeah. year, 49 games, 44 points. And you can't tell me we're not scoring. We're scoring at a, we're scoring at a top five rates. Yep. Yeah. So, so what you, we signed how him do you, though. so
1: w- he's already signed. You can't unsign him.
0: No, but, so, but they made the decision when they signed him that Bo had
1: to leave. That was the decision yes. they made at that time. Oh, 100%. But they did offer Bo a contract at the number that would work for the Canucks. Not at the number that would work for Bo.
0: Yeah, and you're criminally, underpaying, you're criminally underpaying a guy to play in a team where the media is insane. I love the media and I love the fans, but we are a high-pressure uh, media place a team that's underperformed every single year since he's been captain, not to his fault in any shape, way or form. They have never put a team. They have never put a team together behind him. Has he been a leader? Yes. How do, he's how do been you, the fa- how
1: do you judge? He's been a, the, how do you judge a leader?
0: He's been the face yeah. of the organization. He's okay. been out there for interviews after terrible losses and terrible decisions. When the, uh, no. before they fired Travis green, who did they keep, uh, Prating out it was Bo Horvat and Travis Green, those are the two guys who had to answer the questions that, um, at the time Benning and Francesco didn't want to answer. He was out there, he's in the community, donating millions of dollars to charity, doing oh, the make-a-wishes, goodness. and everything like that. JT, Mid- the, uh, tons of players do that, tons 100%. Of do that. Tons of I don't, th- do I wouldn't that. say tons, I would say.
1: Was he a great player? Is he a great player? Of course yes. he's a great player. Was he good for the Canucks in the position they had him? Yes. I honestly can say no because we only made the playoffs once since 2017.
0: Look at the teams it, he played it, on.
1: There's no. There's been no chemistry on this team. How many times have we watched a game since 2017 together where we're both like, man, they just don't have heart. I get, I don't mind losing. It's been since 1970. I don't mind losing. I just want to see effort and heart. This team has had has lacked that so drastically for the last 10 years.
0: So you'd rather you'd rather JT Miller slamming his stick. At least he's showing fucking heart. Oops. You didn't the, the guy me. who slams his skate, his stick against the the boards At and against the glass, and then and then skates back as if he's out for a stroll on the out- outdoor rink to back check. That's not a leader. Who said he was? Nobody the said contract. he was. You're the, arguing the, the contract they signed him to states he should be a leader. No, no he's was, not going to be a captain. Was I'd be was, shocked Lu, if they, was, was Luongo I'm, was Luongo a leader back in the day? Can, can he play with his heart be, can a, a he whale be him. a leader? <laughs> I know you refer to him as a well. whale. Was he a leader on our winning teams? Was he out there busting what? his ass, working of hard? He anymore? was, but he, did he have the C? Yeah, he did. he did. Remember, it was a controversial. He had exactly. the C on his mask. Did That's right. were did he ever have the emotions explode? Leader.
1: Miller's not your captain.
0: Then why are you paying him a captain's wage? Because he's good. He's not good. <laughs> <laughs> He's had two seasons above a point a game.
1: Okay, so two. We could go back and forth and back and forth. The 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 people that that run the team, I was gonna say that no better, but I question that at times. I the, question it completely. The team that they've decided Miller's staying, Horvat's gone.
0: Which I think is just the... Miller,
1: Jeff McCleary, Miller equals Pillsbury Doughboy. (laughs) I can't agree more, Jeff. (laughs) I wouldn't say he's a Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, Has he performed this year? No, he sucked.
0: Did he perform two years ago? No. (laughs) He's had one season he's performed on the Canucks.
1: Ah, One. Maybe he'll pick it up. So, now, however, it's gone. Where do we go? What what happens next?
0: Rumors are heating up. I've been seeing on the internet and from the experts. It, rumors are uh, or uh, things are heating up around Brock Besser being traded. He's struggled here. We I think he's a great player. I just don't think he's Leave I don't, this don't think he's a in sec. a right spot. Yep.
1: If you trade if you trade him, Besser. Yep. Jeff McCleary, turnover's galore, you think. I, every time Miller touches a puck, I cringe. (laughs) I'm not defending Miller. Please don't get me wrong. I'm defending defending the team's decision to get rid of Horvat. So, um, we trade Besser. Yep. What do we get for him? Knowing that we've got two players that, um, have an upside and we could end up with a top 15 pick.
0: Uh, so yeah, actually, that. so before we jump into Brock Besser, actually, let's go through what we got in return for Bohorvat okay. before we go off on a side tangent because we're going to forget to come back to it. Um, Atu Rati or Atu Ratu, sorry, Atu um, Rati. Atu Ratu. Um, I'm going to call him a very, no, he's a Ratty. He is a very young player. He's twenty. He plays center. Um, he's played twelve games in the NHL only. Again, on a very middling Islanders team um upside oh, galore. That's... Yeah. He he was supposed to be like the top pick in the NHL draft in his year in 2021, but he had a bad draft year. The season he played um in 2021 leading up to that draft did not perform up to expectations. Um and that that killed him. In that year he played uh 47 games and only scored 41 points. Um which was way below expectations for him uh, from the, from the scouts. So he dropped and the Islanders were able to pick him up with the 52nd overall. Oh, okay. I think he's a, I think he's a great piece because in a year, two years, like this time next year, maybe the beginning of the 25, 26 season, he will be an NHLer. Oh, really? You think that, eh? I think that, I think so. I don't think he'll be, he'll be a great third liner. Like, I don't think he's going to be uh, a superstar. I think he's going to be a solid NHL player on a, on a winning team. And I'm hoping oh, okay. that's going to happen in two to three years. The way the the organization's going, that's the way it is. Uh, gotcha. Now, Anthony Bovillier, Anthony Bovillier is a completely other statement because I believe he has the rest of this year and one more year left on his contract at 4.1 million
1: which really opens up a lot of cap space.
0: And the Islanders have been trying to trade him for a while. Right. He wasn't a first round pick back in 2015, but just hasn't performed in the regular season. His playoff numbers are fantastic for a, again, a second, third line player.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So. And then the conditional first round pick. Yes. If it's 12, if they finish 13,
0: So it is what they call top 12 protected. So what that means is if the pick that the Islanders have in 2023 is 12 or better, they get to choose to keep it. So if, and then we would get next year's, if they keep it, we get next year's unprotected, which means if it, even if they get the first overall, it's still our pick. Right. So the thought process on that, I've heard from, uh, I listened to Sakaris and Price quite frequently and they had, I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, Darren Drager on. Sakaris and
1: Price are two of the top uh, sports guys out of Vancouver, just to add that in.
0: Yes. They are very well trusted. They were on the radio for years and years until TSN 1040 shut down. And now they have their own podcasts and are doing quite well with it from the sounds of it. But they, um, I think it was Darren Drager that said, if Lou Lamarello and the Islanders can't sign Bo before the draft. More than likely, they'll no matter where that pick is, they're going to let the Canucks take it this year. Unless it's then, unless it's cause... number three. Because okay. I mean a top three pick, you there's no reason no way you're giving that up. Right. Unless you're completely blowing up your team and tanking for next year. The the next year. The thought process there is that the Islanders, if they aren't able to sign Bo Horvat, they're gonna kinda of bull- do what the Canucks are doing now and rebuild, do a, a retool. And they're going to need that draft capital in the coming years. So I think it's, a, I think honestly, uh, my first reaction was what the hell is this to, after doing some research, listening to experts, reading up on everything that this is probably the best trade the Canucks have made in 10 years. Interesting. Interesting that you would say that. Yeah.
1: Being because such a big
0: Horvat fan, it, and it has—that's th- the thing—is it has nothing to do with Horvat. Like it's a hundred percent the looking at it objectively. We have a, a player who's becoming Can a UFA. Yeah, I know it's shocking. I don't have to be a rational about everything, but wow. um, standing back and looking at it, you, have a UFA player who's going to get you three assets. I don't care who it is. Gretzky was traded. Anyone's tradable.
1: Gretzky was never traded. He was sold just for the
0: record. He was traded. From where? From Edmonton to LA or from LA to New York.
1: LA to New York, not Edmonton.
0: Not Edmonton to Uh, LA. He was sold. Falkleton
1: sold them to, um, LA. I remember it vividly.
0: And what year did that happen?
1: Jeez. Had to be mid eighties. Cause I, I was working for a place called ad print markings in their metal department. And the news came out about three o'clock, three
0: 1988.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah. August 9th, sense. 1988. It's 30, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, he was traded. He was traded. Really?
1: I could have sworn they just paid cash.
0: The trade that thought most could never happen. Um, blah, 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 blah. Coming to the Oilers in return were Senator Jimmy Carson, first round draft uh, draft pick Martin Jelena, uh, first round picks in 89, 91, and 93, and $15 million.
1: I knew there was money involved.
0: There was definitely money involved. <coughs> and I do believe, I don't know who the commissioner was at the time, but I do believe the NHL, uh, might be a conspiracy theory or just a theory that I have. The NH- NHL pushed for it. To get it done, oh, really? because they, because they needed LA to survive. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Right, you get you get a superstar down in LA. It's going to turn a buzz. You're going to get Hollywood out there. You're going to get everyone out there to. It was Ziggler. Watch him. What? It was Ziggler. I don't commissioner. I I was born the same year that Mr. Bettman took over. I've only known a NHL with Gary Bettman which is crazy because we're going on 30, 30 years it's been years of just gary over
1: 30 years couple of days over 30 years that he's of been gary Bettman. and you know what let's touch on that just because we're yeah. there
0: so i put out i put out a poll on twitter um being as someone who's turning 30 in a few days i don't know the nhl without gary batman so i don't know what it was like before and i don't know what it'll be like in the future when he decides to either leave or die. Cause I think, the, I think honestly, that's the type of guy he is. He will be at this job until he no longer is physically able to.
1: Yeah. Well, but, and I mean, he's been there so long. He's got to be doing something right. People need to remember he's there for the owners.
0: Yeah. Not for got, you or
1: I. He's got
0: 32 bosses. Yes.
1: And he's appeasing them. Obviously is he's he, been there for he, 30 plus years.
0: Or has he ingrained himself to the NHL so much that he can now dictate to them as well? Mm. Everybody's I think replaceable. Everybody's you know, replaceable. I think, I think he's, a, he's replaceable, but I think there's things where he can go to an owner and say, you need to do this. And they're going to listen. Oh yeah. Because he's I think, been around for a, 30
1: years and he's done a lot of things. Look, right.
0: Like if you look at Vegas and you look at Seattle, they're yeah. going to go to Be- Gary Bettman's office anyways and say, Hey, we need to do this. How do we do it properly? Yeah. Fans I mean, might has not Has he like made them? his
1: mistakes? Arizona. Yes. And he won't let it go. Arizona. Yes. Because he's a stubborn old fart. Arizona. Yes.
0: But. What? Look, look at the rights deal that the NHL signed in the, in the States. Look at the rights deals that they've signed in Canada.
1: I mean he came from the NBA. He didn't just come out of nowhere. He wasn't no. a hockey guy. No. He's a businessman. He knows how to run a business.
0: And um, in and in that he brought a lot of things that the NHL wasn't doing that the NBA was. Exactly. Including this weekend's All-Star game. That was Gary Bettman. He when he brought when he came in that was his bringing. He brought the All-Star game to the NHL. Did they have an All-Star game before that? I believe so, but it was a very different format. They oh, never okay. had like the the skills competitions. They never had all the ancillary things to the All Star Game. They would have an All Star Game where it was USA versus the or North America versus the world or East versus West, and it was a one game, one day sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the, spe- um,
0: the spectacle that he tries or has made it, it to. is
1: now. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, you look at what's happening down in Florida right now. Um, as as you've seen. Uh, Because I know you watch the Rod Peterson show,
0: I Um, do. A close friend of the show,
1: and he he lives down there in um, Boca Raton, Florida, which is just a short little jaunt away from where everything's happening. I can't think of the name of the city that everything's happening in, Um, but it's big. There's, it's a big deal. Will I watch it? No.
0: (laughs) Sunrise Florida.
1: Sunrise, that's, yes. Um, no. It's it's, it's honestly, about, it's all about promoting the league
0: yeah. and who you're promoting that league to. Kids, but also not just that, but the mass American population, the people who aren't listening to this podcast, the people yes. who are going to turn it on and be like, what is this? While they're skating around a rink as fast as possible and, and doing goofy things in the shootout, they... The problem with the NHL right now, it's the same problem that the NB, or the MLB has. What personalities do you have? There are very few people that are yeah. big enough to be a personality outside of the NHL. But right now I can well, think of one.
1: Next next year you'll have another one.
0: Will he be a personality outside of the NHL?
1: Dude, the kid is literally selling out. We're talking about Connor Bernard for the people who yes. don't realize who we're talking about, the kid is selling out arenas all over Canada. He literally came to Calgary last night, sold out of the dome. The NHL flames have only done that four times this season in 40 yes. some odd games. The Calgary wow. hitmen, their junior team sold out
0: the dome. Um,
1: don't even insta- he's a drop,
0: but like when I think of characters bigger than hockey, you've got Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretz- well, Bedard is,
1: Bedard is going to be spoken with the same reverence as so I speak was, of Gretzky, so was Crosby, so was Ovechkin. Those, not those really not in the same they,
0: they interviewed <laughs> They interviewed Sidney Crosby at 14. <coughs> He was fourteen, yeah. and they had they had already labeled him the next one, and he but was.
1: not He wasn't as. Did they change a rule for Crosby? Uh, I'm using. Don't you hate when I use your own shit against you? Don't you, you could freaking? Argue. It actually drives you crazy that I can remember something and then go
0: boop and use so, it against you in a court well, I mean, <laughs> yes, you, you're you're not wrong. They haven't changed any rules for Crosby. Because Crosby isn't as creative as who, Wayne Gretzky was. Who, who did they change rules for? So I have an argument against this, but they, the, the, this was my argument to the old <laughs> man before. Wayne Gretzky had rules yeah. changed for him. They, in, they implemented a two-line pass because he was breaking away from people too quickly. Um, and they, what, else, what other rule did they bring in? An instigator rule. They brought in instigator. an instigator rule because they, people were because protected. people were trying to
1: freaking taking runs at him. And so, but in all honesty, like, yes, a like Crosby and Ovechkin, they weren't as on the same level as a Gretzky. Like, they were he Gretzky's here, they were there. I mean, Ovechkin, like, they were still big.
0: Oh, don't get me wrong, Ovechkin's pushing Gretzky's record that was never going to be broken. Ah, I hope it's I not. know mean you mean you don't agree with it, but that's the national narrative. That's the international narrative that Ovechkin's going to play another 17 seasons to be able to beat Gretzky's record. But,
1: <laughs> Look, I don't think he needs 17 seasons, but he's not going to have a season like he, he's not going to continue having seasons like he that's is what, today. But that's
0: what they keep, And again, I'm playing devil's advocate here because I don't think he's going to beat the record. Yeah. But they keep saying that about him. He's what yeah. 30. He entered in 2005, so add 18 years, so he's 36, and he's still having a season that most NHLers would love to have once in their life. Yeah. Right, like, but. <laughs>
1: there's no taking it away. What I'm getting at though is where were we going? Oh, there's no, there's no, um, there's not that one player anymore that, um, stands out. Um, sorry, somebody commented. I'm going to finish my thought first run. Um, there's not that one player that stands out uh, heads and shoulders above everybody else. Every yeah. single game he plays, Bedard, you got to remember, Bedard came into the juniors. They made a special exemption. They have a rule, a special exemption rule that can, if you're that good, you can come yeah, in at that, 15. That Crosby, that Crosby got. He came in at 15 and tore, is tearing the league up, not just a little bit. Like you saw him play last night. He's I did so, see a little bit. Yeah. He's so much better than anybody else on the ice.
0: Yeah, even so in the World
1: with, Juniors, he's that much better than anybody so for, on the
0: ice. For reference, he came into the WHL in 2021, which was a terrible season to start because he only got 15 games in before yeah. COVID shut everything down. In 15 games, <laughs> he had 28 points. <laughs> his insane. first full his first full season with no fans, or not even, yeah, I think it was a full season, um, with no fans, 21-22 with the Regina Pats. 62 yeah. games how many points so-called
1: God's team what the hell every time they say that I think why are they talking about my Vancouver Canucks
0: <laughs> how many points do you think you got in 62 games 120 uh, 100 oh okay it's <laughs> going 22, on 22 22 23 so uh 36 games only part part way through the season how many points do you think he's at he's at what 50 something isn't he 90 points He's Jesus. at 44 goals and 46 assists. And here's the thing: looking at it, he's not a pure goal scorer. He's not a playmaker. First full se- or um, first full season in- with the Regina Pats: 51 goals, 49 assists. This year, 44 goals, 46 assists. He's a phenom who's not just passing the puck to open people and scoring. He's Making the goals, he's, his creativity he, on the ice is insane. Oh, he it's, sees it's, the game 12 steps ahead of what anyone else can see. Exactly. And I'm very interested to see when he gets into the NHL, how that translates. Because there is a we know there's a huge jump from WHL to NHL. It's not, it's not a small step. It's a huge step. Huge.
1: And you know so, what? I have no doubt in my mind that this kid is going to come in next year, step on the ice and be a, is it, is it an Uber star? Is that a word, Uber star? Cause there's a right, superstar. Sure. We just, we just made it up star. right now. Yeah, cause it's once in a lifetime. It's once in a generation, we see a player like this. Um, He's special, There, anybody that says he's not, hasn't watched this kid play. He's yeah. special and he's worked his, Butt off! Oops, you so, went all blurry.
0: Whoa, I went all uh, blurry. He, um, he
1: he worked his butt off to get there. So,
0: 2005, we just talked about uh, Crosby entered the league. Connor Bedard was born that year. <laughs> Think about that. That for makes a me sec. feel old because I remember Crosby getting drafted. <laughs> Insane. Um, but
1: Ron, we're going to get to football talk in just a little bit, and I'll answer. I was going to say
0: I was I was thinking, and, unless you've got anything else, that this talking about the draft would be a great time to transition. That- yeah, yeah. To the CFL because the um, when was this released? This was released um, January twenty sixth, so couple couple days ago. Couple days ago, just just last up, week. just over literally last week. Yeah, uh, the top twenty prospects. But before we jump into that, Ron. Uh, appreciate you jumping into the chat and asking a question. We're going to throw it up on here. Um, he knows we're both Lions fans. Are you concerned Butler is not signed and no QBs other than VA, Vernon Adams, who I am not that high on?
1: Well, I honestly believe that the Lions aren't done yet. I really believe they're going to sign Butler. I'm hoping. Um, what's our um, owner's name? Amar Doman. Very smart man. Very smart businessman. Um, he'll do what's good for business. I think we're, there's a young kid, young kid, uh, everybody's a young kid. If they're still playing uh, football in my eyes, um, dad, that lives in Reno. Los, uh, Le- Reno, Nevada, that has stated that he wants to play close to home. Uh, he wants to play in the CFL and be closer to home. Um, he doesn't want to play in Regina anymore. His name is Cody Fajardo, and I honestly believe uh, he is leaning towards the lines. I believe they're not supposed to talk yet because they're not allowed to. Um, yeah, because
0: the negotiation window hasn't opened yet. No, I forget when that is. Uh, I will Google it.
1: It's not, It's not. I know free trade, like um, the free agency is the on Valentine's Day, but there's yeah. a window that you're allowed. I want to say the, tw- is it today or the 12th? Had two in it. February anyway.
0: 5th. February fifth at noon, Eastern time.
1: I honestly believe shortly thereafter you will see a signing of Cody coming to the Lions. Um, and I don't think he's done at that. Um, I think we've got um three or four um, free agents that we still need to sign. If my February fifth is open to talk to other teams, exactly. Yes, yeah. Ron, that is correct. Um, so
0: on- On Sunday, noon Eastern time. So 10 o'clock mountain time, our time is when you'll probably start hearing rumors to be completely honest.
1: Well, you're going to hear all kinds of rumors before that unstantiated. I've heard all kinds of things that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, (laughs) but I'm going to go on the record as saying Cody signs in BC.
0: Bold claim. Last time we had a bold claim on the Hughes sports podcast, it was off by one day. So let's see how, uh, and Dane Evans
1: is. will sign. Cause it's important now where, before we get into the, um, the draft is who goes yeah. where Dane yes. Evans, I believe will be the riders next quarterback.
0: Trevor Harris has also been mentioned, been mentioned, uh, as he is a free agent right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see any way where instead of signing a quarterback, signing a Fajardo or signing someone, you go with VA? You sign a couple backups who you have star potential, and they're whoever their scouting is team is, they're doing a bang up job because they found like a few of the big stars in the CFL the last few years. Uh, I with mean, Nathan can Ward.
1: If Vernon be a starter? Sure. I guess he could, I wasn't impressed with his record of, uh, last year. Um, it's, I believe he, he wasn't even at 500, was he?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: No, he wasn't because, um, Nathan went, um, eight and one and then when he, we finished, um, eight and five, I think. No, that's not right. He's looking it up folks. He's I'm looking, looking it, up it up
0: and it's it's not showing me the, what I'm looking for. So uh, keep around. Well, what going. was
1: the look up the lines record for last year? That's,
0: that's what I'm doing right now.
1: Okay. So Ron's asking, what is he asking? One of the problems with the QB is that Campbell seems to be very reluctant to use anyone other than the number one. This makes lines unattractive. I would say Harris too expensive.
0: I do agree. Harris is probably too expensive. Uh, we went 10 and six.
1: Yeah. So he went basically two and six, like he wasn't yeah. that good.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Right. Two. I think he went two and five and then, um, what's his name came in and didn't he start, the last I think, yeah, game? they,
0: the last game, I think he started, played a played a quarter or something. Yeah. Something like quarter that. Quarter and a half.
1: Something in like that somewhere. So that's my prediction. Cody Fajardo, BC Lions.
0: Do you see any other signings? And Dane that Evans. BC needs to make? Sorry. Do you see any other signings that BC needs to make?
1: They need to sign. Well, if they're not going to sign Butler, then we're going to have to find a running back.
0: Yeah, right? I would be shocked if we don't sign Butler if there's not a an announcement, um, shortly. Yeah, I think he'll if hear not, that before the fifth. It's shocking to me. I honestly didn't know he wasn't signed. Um, well, I you know what I question. I'm just PC lying. I'm trusting Ron. He's pre- he seems to be pretty good with his facts. He is.
1: He's he's a he's a pretty smart cookie. That guy. Pretty smart but, cookie.
0: Here we go. Yeah, I was I was only gonna jump into some of the scouting for yes. the upcoming draft. So
1: let's go there.
0: On the screen, one second, if I can click the right button on the screen, is the draft order for the first round. You'll notice that our BC lines are not in the first round. That is because we made a trade with Montreal to uh, get Vernon Adams. And that's the reason we don't have a first round pick. So, the CFL put out their, the CFL Scouting Bureau put out their winter edition rankings, um, where a gentleman named Chase Brown from uh, Illinois... Uh, school school what school is that the illinois university <laughs> university um, of illinois <laughs> no no illinois university oh okay there you go went on um from london ontario is the running back and he's been the consensus number one pick for a while oh really okay um, he hasn't moved position I, uh, running back. Uh, he is a running back running back uh-huh. uh running back yeah so 2022 season, he had 1,643 rushing yards, which is the fourth most in the NCAA. Uh, 13 touchdowns, 10 rushing, 3 receiving. Average of 5 yards per carry and 10 100-plus rushing yard games. Wow. Wow. He was a finalist in the Doak Walker Award as a top running back in college. Um, He was second team selection on the official All-Star American teams. He received the 2022 John Cornish Trophy, which is the top canadian in the ncaa uh he was he accepted an invitation to participate in reese's senior bowl which is a a bowl game that is after all the other bowl games just for (laughs) seniors that are and it's called the reese's reese's senior bowl it's like the reese's peanut butter cups Yep. You know, when you, I think if the, uh, your, your team wins, they just fill the cut, the one of the bowls with it. And that's what you hang out.
1: I, I joke because I think they have so many damn cups down there that they do. It's but it's insane. It,
0: so so, so mean, NCAA draws more fans than the CFL does. And it's super fun football to watch.
1: It'll be interesting. What I'm going to be interesting to see is if obviously we don't see BC's name there, as you
0: mentioned, Yep. Do, do
1: they make a trade for a first-rounder?
0: That's what I was just thinking. With Butler not being signed, do we see a trade here imminently? Yeah. Do we see a trade Friday, Saturday, and a deal in place for Butler wherever he's traded to, whether that be the Red Blacks? Um, I mean, Red Blacks, if they're looking at taking Chase Brown, would be the, the target um, yeah. for that. And then you've got a super young running back to build your team around.
1: Exactly the only, thing,
0: the only thing is then is you're you're sacrificing probably this next year with a with a subpar uh running back. Yeah. Because I don't know if you can take Chase Brown right now and throw him into the CFL. Even though he is a he is a London Ontario native. He's been playing the NFL game for four years.
1: Yeah, but I mean does do they need a year to adapt? Do they have to go in the practice roster, our practice roster for a year? They don't
0: they don't need to, no. But I, I No, it, but it I'm might. saying, like,
1: do you think they need to?
0: I don't think a practice roster, but I'm thinking limited place, uh, and uh, progressively more throughout the season. I don't know. If you're good there's a lot there's a lot more than you he's, realize he's played, games. but
1: he's played Canadian football.
0: Not much, I don't think.
1: Well, yeah, he would have played. He would have, if he's from Ontario, he would have played Canadian football through his high school.
0: That's why I'm trying to speak. I believe he, I could be wrong on this. I believe Chase Brown moved down into the United States to play high school in the United States.
1: Oh, okay. That would make a difference then.
0: And that's where I'm saying it might be challenging. Um, Number two pick is a defensive back named Sidney Brown from London, Ontario, also from Illinois University. Interesting. Um, 59 tackles, uh, 40 solo, and 19 assisted. Six interceptions, which is first in the Big Ten, which is one of the conferences down in the States. Don't ask me what conference is which. But second in the NCAA with seven pass breakups, three and a half tackles for a loss, and one sack.
1: Hmm.
0: That is 100% true, Ron. Andrew Harris. However, Andrew Harris went through a different, completely different um uh, program because he is a product of the Vancouver Island Raiders. Yes, he went through the ju- the the junior the major junior league um in uh, Canada to get to the CFL. But yes, you are right. Can the there have been great a lot of great uh Canadian running backs? And again, I don't know if that was a Wally Buono find because that was during the Wally Buono times at BC. But we are the ones who found him. I mean, he did play very close to BC uh, to Vancouver at being on the islands, but, yeah. uh, Andrew Harris was found by the BC lions and I don't know how much of that staff is still around from, from finding him. It, it's not like the NHL where everything's so public with yeah. hirings and hirings and everything like that. Well, um, I was shocked
1: having... actually, I was shocked just to touch on that. Um, yeah. when you're talking about coaches that they have a really tight budget, um, like a, a cap for their administration. It's very. I want I, I and actually, I um, got this information from Rod, Rod Peterson, of yep. the Rod Peterson Show. Um, we had a conversation about it, and um, it's really quite a tight, tight um, budget that they're they have to follow, and hmm. thus you see a lot of um, firings and hirings um, when people get to a certain point, they have to drop them.
0: They have to drop them, move them, and then they move places. And it's not that they
1: do, they want to; it's because they have to. They can't afford them, and they need to bring in the younger guys because they can pay them
0: less. Is that now? <coughs> is that why you see a lot of the bigger name coaches become coaches slash um, GMs? Yes. Right, like Rick Campbell. You don't see that in the NFL. No, well, you do sometimes. I mean, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick was the GM for quite a while. I think he still is of the PATS. Oh, okay. That's the first one that jumps to mind. Yeah, it, it doesn't
1: happen in the same frequency it does in the CFL, I'll say.
0: Exactly. No. Um, I mean, yeah. there's also a lot more money just in period well, with yeah. the with the NFL.
1: But when you have your salary cap for your administration, people need to do multiple things.
0: Yes, exactly. Right? I didn't know that. How like do You know how low that budget I, is, or
1: I don't. I, I don't know if he even told me a number. Um, okay. I will look at that and see if I can get that for next week.
0: Yeah, because uh, that would be an interesting breakdown of, like, I mean, we know CFL players don't make that much in comparison to uh, NFL players. It's gotten a lot better since the early two thousands, where and mid two thousands, where they had to also have another job. Um, yeah, to to make ends meet, they're at least making. Most of them are making enough money to play football for full-time to be an athlete full-time which is why I think you'll be seeing a huge jump in the the quality of play in the CFL when you allow an athlete to be a full-time athlete 365 days a year that's changes everything well yeah
1: I mean you go back when we lived in Kelowna uh, back in 99 2000 um who was our neighbor
0: I don't remember his name
1: McClellan Uh, Spencer McClellan Yes. Um, receiver for the BC Lions, a very good receiver, I might add, and uh, he tells a story about um, them losing in the Western semifinal, and his, his he was an electrician by trade, and his boss literally called him on his cell phone, and at, right after the game, he was still in the dressing room and said, so, are you coming back to work Monday? <laughs>
0: That's insane to think about. Like, right? <laughs> and that's that's something you'd hear in the 60s. You'd think you'd hear in the 60s and 70s. This exactly. was only 20 years ago. 22 <laughs> years ago.
1: Exactly. It's funny. I still get a kick out of it every time I think about it. It's like, yeah, that was fun.
0: It's Yeah, it's insane. So continuing on this top five list. Yeah. Um, number three is a defensive line. Uh, Tav- Tavius Robinson from the University of Mississippi. Uh, another Ontario boy from Guelph. Oh, Interesting. Uh, Lots of Ontario boys on this, this list. Um, I believe in the CFL, you're more likely in the first round to draft a Canadian because Americans are going to try to find a way to play in America. Of course, you've got, yes. You've got arena football. You've got the US, USFL. You've got the XFL. And then you've got the NFL, right? Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, uh, Tavius Robinson, I hope I'm saying that right, 2022 with 13 games started, 44 tackles, seven sacks, five forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries. Um, Three seasons with Mississippi, 90 tackles, so an average of 30 tackles uh, a season, 11 and a half sack, 14 tackles for a loss. Um, Prior to Mississippi, two seasons at University of Guelph where he had 65 tackles, 13 and a half sacks, was a 2018 all-star, all-rookie team and a 2019 um, second-team all-star. So, this is the type of guy you can if you draft third you're pop, plopping and playing because he you could plug and play' still yeah. familiar with the canadian game
1: exactly definitely right? and
0: I, and i think that might give him a, give him an advantage over that next defensive lineman which i'm looking at right now in the list i don't have um in front of me do, 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 do. where is the next one is number eight in the t-
1: okay so we're at number what three did you three which, yeah which, i have the which, top five with okay uh, details
0: top four number four yes is an offensive lineman named city Sau. i hope i'm pronouncing that right i guarantee you i'm not uh is from the from eastern michigan um and is originally from bromont quebec um 13 games started allowed only two sacks in 900 allowed two sacks in 949 snaps wow uh, it, uh, his team finished in red zone efficiency and third down percentages and second in team passing efficiency. The old lineman, I feel like it's like linemen, I feel it's a lot harder to get stats that impress. But yeah. if, I mean, two sacks allowed in 949 snaps, that's impressive.
1: Yeah. How um, big is he? What did they give his size?
0: Uh, They don't on that list. Really? They Interesting. don't on, on the okay. list I'm at. Okay, Um, And then number five is Matthew Bergeson, another offensive lineman, uh, plays at Syracuse, is originally from Victoriaville, Quebec, um, was a team captain in 2022, um, allowed only four sacks and 686 snaps, and only penalized three times. Um, Offensive line allowed teammate running back Sean Tucker to rush for second straight 1,000-yard season in 2022. And the first player in program history to record back-to-back seasons with 1,000 plus rushing yards and 250 plus receiving yards.
1: Now, well, you know what's interesting with that with that yep. list top five. Yep. What's missing out of that top five?
0: Um, a quarterback.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Your first. Quarterback I was told there was an list. there was a
1: very a massive lack of CFL of CFL quarterbacks of Canadian quarterbacks um, in the, that are at the level where they could be drafted in and, pl- and play in any league. Um,
0: so looking at this list, I have at the top 20 with no, a lot less information. Yeah. Um, not one single quarterback in the top 20. Yeah.
1: And there are probably most of them are going to be Canadians in the top 20. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. part, you're going part, to you're gonna... draft, it's a fact you're your going to draft your Canadians. first three.
0: Your first three rounds are usually Canadians, uh, mm-hmm. solely, or almost exclusively.
1: Yeah, because it just makes sense. Or may, is yeah. this just the Canadian draft, and then they have a U.S. draft? Or, or are we missing something? No, I don't something? believe
0: so. No, 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 no. They have no, no. It, it's not like the MLS, the uh, soccer league, uh, footy league in uh, in North America, where they have two different drafts oh okay That and you're funny that's get yeah, out of my head they have they have the super draft which you can um you can draft foreign players to a negotiation list and oh. you can and then they have their regular draft where you can just draft the uh play, the national players oh okay so yeah i don't know quarterbacks are hard to find and even harder to find if they are canadian like yeah Na- other than Nathan Rourke, when was the last time we had a great Canadian quarterback? You got me. Ricky Ray and um, Anthony Calvillo. Ricky Ray from Canada? I, I don't know why his name jumped to my mind.
1: I don't, I'm thinking he's not, but
0: I could be isn't. He is, totally an, he is wrong. an American. What about Anthony Calvillo?
1: I don't think so. I, and you know what? I mean, that just tells you, uh, no, are... he's
0: born in Los Angeles. Yeah. No, I'm Yeah,
1: there's like, it's unheard of to have, um, a Canadian QB. I remember, um, who you have, Ron says, no, Ricky Ray was California. Um, I can't think. And I, I mean, I followed the league pretty close. I can't yeah. remember another Canadian quarterback. There was one up in Edmonton this year. Was it Edmonton? Because there yep. was two Canadian quarterbacks starting, and they said that it was like the first time in blank years in modern yeah. history that that's actually happened.
0: Also, Ron, in the chat, I appreciate you for uh, hanging out and chatting. Canadian draft only. U.S. is all free agents, but you have to have the U.S. players on your negotiation list. Yes, yeah, see, I so, thought so. it is only a Canadian draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. U.S. is all free agents. Yeah. But you have to have them on your negotiations list, and right. I'm sure there's a process to that, Michael O'Connor, but he hasn't really had a chance as the other Canadian quarterback.
1: And who does he play for?
0: Edmonton. We already said that. So there you go. I can breathe. (laughs) That was a lot of words. That was a lot of words and a lot of research I had to do tonight because someone (laughs) at the last minute decided he he didn't understand who was everything. Who is that? Uh, who, I don't know who. it could be. <laughs> who is that? Why? Who? When? Why? Today at uh, about four thirty-five, as I'm driving home. He was with the Lions, but it yeah, looks like so he Connor. Won't be yeah, him. I oh. thought so. I
1: didn't want to say that. I was waiting for Ron to pipe up because I know Ron's a huge Lions fan, um, almost as big as big as a Lions fan as I am. Does um, now? Except does he? he doesn't. A... He, he doesn't have a cardboard cutout of Louis Pasaglia like I do.
0: How'd you? But, how'd you know I was going to ask that? Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about fanhood, you got to you got to go all the way. I'm going to bring him up. I'm going to think I'm going to just put him right over here for every show, right in that area. What do you think? Have Louis what, stand there. What's
0: sorry? What sort of motion were you just doing with your hands? Um, right there. You're going to do. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> what are you doing? If you're, if, you're, if, you're, uh, lis- if you're listening on a podcast, please do come back and watch even just the last five minutes of the YouTube show. Because I'm pretty sure the old man is trying to fondle some uh, some imaginary Louis Pasaglia cutouts uh, on stream. Used to work at BC Place at Lions Games from 19- 1990 to ninety five. Nice. Nice. I was barely alive during those times. That was
1: back when they used to get a good crowd at the BC place. See, I'm so old, Ron. I remember sitting in the, um, we used to go as kids. We used to, if you had three old Dutch potato chip bags, just the single individual serving bags, you could get in free to a Lions game. And they used to have a grass hill you would sit on underneath the scoreboard in the north end zone and we went to every game we sat there in every game it was awesome it was so much fun
0: (laughs) that is that's wild that is wild to me that you could just get in with bags of chips
1: well you didn't you like you didn't have to give them the chips you ate the chips you just
0: yeah no but you just need the bags (laughs) yes so
1: and you need a three
0: yeah i i get that and how many did (laughs) how much did the bags cost like 10 cents a bag
1: Oh, probably five. Like, it wasn't expensive. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe 10, 15. Who knows?
0: So we touched on it at the very uh, end of the uh, the intro there. What can the CFL do to bring viewership back, in your opinion?
1: Who? I, I think I've, I've got – I don't know if I was on this show. Um, or it was just you and I yakking. It drives me nuts, absolutely drives me crazy that, um, the teams don't support the local media. And when I say that we live here in just outside of Calgary, I have season tickets to the games. There's no coverage to anything of the games until the day of. And then it's two hours prior to the game, maybe one hour, sometimes not even that. Why don't the team say, you know what, here's five players, every team, every week at home game, put five players names out to the media. So the media has somebody to um, interview and talk about the games, hype the game up. Come on. You look down in the States, it's NFL all day, twenty four hours a day, seven days a
0: week. Yeah, they um, we don't do that here. No, yeah, you, you get besides your, you get your us. Highlights. Name
1: another besides us. Name another podcast that concentrates on the CFL.
0: Uh, I I can. Um, uh, uh, First and in, First in and I believe it's called. So it's a uh, podcast that's solely BC Lions focused in Vancouver. Three Down Nation. Um, Three Down Nation has one. (laughs) CFL supposedly has one. I've never heard it. I've never seen it. There's no marketing behind it. None. Zero. Find an app for the CFL. Oh, it's garbage. The thing is, is it takes such minimal effort to update things. Oh, they, they need to, they need to get, again, I've, I know you said it before, they need to get out of this TSN contract. I know it's good money for the league and it's good money for the players, but this contract that they're in with the, with TSN is not great. Yeah. There's a yeah, blog there's page a called blog BC Lions page, yes. people, yeah. but there's no but, podcasts.
1: Exactly. Thus, there's, Jake. when Jake and I talked about it, we're like, he's all, Jake
0: has always wanted to do a podcast. Oh, so I, no, no, about but, 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 but let's, let's rewind before a podcast were a thing coming out of high school. What did I want to do? I wanted to go into radio. Yes. I applied for radio broadcasting. I did not get into the program, uh, all sorts of issues with that, but this is where radio is going. The BC lions are aired on BNN business news network in Vancouver. There's no radio coverage of the BC lions in vancouver sportsnet uh, 650 i'm sure covers a little bit but why wouldn't why would they They're, they don't hold the rights don't they have play-by-play yeah they have on bnn 1040 that's it oh really business news network they cut into their business news for the football game
1: oh okay i've never it's, heard it's of B, bnn 1040.
0: it's not bnn 1040 sorry i'm thinking tsn it's bnn i can't remember what it is but it's okay. on the it's on the Business News Network. Used to in, be CKNW
1: in, w- carried it. Nine yeah, eight. and then
0: and then Team 1040 um, yeah. started, and Team 1040 took it over. T- Team 1040 was bought out by TSN, and then TSN fired everyone. That's why we stick here at right. price. All right, have their yes, own podcast. Yes. It, cool. There's uh, no it do- coverage of the CFL. It, it drives me nuts because the game deserves the coverage.
1: Well, it's the best I think the best sporting buck for your bang for your buck out there. Yeah. I just renewed my season tickets fifty-five yard line, five rows up at the Empire at Empire Stadium. It's like Empire Stadium because it sucks. McMahon Stadium and it was under two grand for two for seats. Tickets. It's insane. 50, and when I say fifty five yard line, I'm literally straddling the fifty five like, yard line.
0: There have been times where we go and there's four seats altogether. Um, with, uh, with Allison's sister. Yeah. And there's arguments on who's actually on the 55 yard line between those four seats. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's how close you are to the 55 yard line. And it's under two grand. It's like 1700 bucks. It's, but none of my friends care about sports. Most of my friends don't care about sports. And if they do, it's passing interest in the CFL, mostly NHL. Yeah, exactly. Because what's played a lot, what's, what's played more. What's talked about more. It's yeah, it's ridiculous, but. We have run out of time somehow. We have gone over time. Which, you know what? It's our podcast. We can do whatever the we want.
1: (laughs) We didn't. Not one time did we use your beep button
0: except for there. And with all the other sound effects that you were showing me beforehand. Oh, yeah. No, I closed all of those because I ah. didn't want to be accidentally hitting them while you're trying to make a point or something. Well, that would have been like those were – you got to have these sound effects. Baby steps. Baby steps. (laughs) Baby steps. steps.
1: (laughs) i love this time
0: to say goodbye everyone thank you so much for tuning in whether you are live on youtube facebook twitter or if you're listening to us on any of your podcasts platforms uh please do like and subscribe on youtube on whatever platform you are if you can review please do give us a five-star review it really does help i know it seems silly but um the algorithm really does love it when we get those uh those dupes Uh, We also have a brand new Facebook page, uh, which is Hughes Sports Podcast, HSP. Um, You'll see our beautiful faces that you can see up in the right-hand corner if you're watching the video. Um, Twitter, HSP underscore pod. Uh, The only thing we really don't have at this point is TikTok and Instagram. And those both sound exhausting to me because I work a full-time job.
1: And I ain't doing it because I don't get it. I look after Facebook.
0: That's my job. He looks after Facebook. Five candidate announcing next week, Kevin, says Ron. Whatever that means. Everyone, that's the final (laughs) word of the day. That's the final word of the day. We're moving on with our lives. Have yourselves a wonderful week, and we will see you here next Thursday.